0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have overcast skies, 59 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 5th of October, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And well, we're expecting sunny skies today, a high in the low 80s. It'll remain dry throughout the day. Now overnight, mostly cloudy skies. We've got a slight chance of showers a low of 62 Wednesday brings our best chance of rain and our seven-day outlook. We've got a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon. Partly sunny skies. Otherwise, we'll have a high of 77. Partly cloudy Wednesday night, low down to 57. And Thursday, sunny and a high of 83. Right now with overcast skies, it's 59 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Brianna Burton with the Plummerville Post Office. Obituaries this morning, Thelma Marie Barrow, age 78, of Conway, died Friday, October 1st. Graveside service will be tomorrow morning at 10 at Oak Grove Cemetery in Bigelow, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Glendon Vincent Vinnie Bryant, age 42, died September 26th. Funeral service will be this morning at 10 at Harris Funeral Home followed by the burial at Oak Grove Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Wanda Louise Burris Newman Cooksey, age 80, of Atkins, died on September 29th. She was the owner-operator of the Loner Drive-In in Atkins for 20 years and was a member of the Bethany Missionary Baptist Church in Atkins. She is survived by five children, Melinda Fortenberry of Mayflower, Ed Newman Jr. of Atkins, Lynn Falia of Conway, Beth Lee of Atkins, and Ashley Cooksey of Conway. Seven grandchildren, eight great-grandchildren, her former husband, Edward W. Newman Sr., and many nieces, nephews, cousins, family, and friends. A memorial will be held at Limley Funeral Home in Atkins, Thursday, October 7th at 1 p.m., officiated by Brother Eddie Rogers. Private burial will be at Rose Hill Cemetery in Arkadelphia by Brother David Bishop. Memorials may be made to Bethany Missionary Baptist Church in Atkins or to Companions Spay and Neuter Clinic in Greenbrier. Bobby Wayne McCoy, age 72 of Cineridge, died Sunday, October 3rd. He worked for Levi's for 23 years and is survived by his mother, Ruby Fay Hill Nelson of Cineridge, his wife, Debbie Jo Flowers McCoy of Cineridge, sister Renee Llewellyn of Morelton, and many nieces, nephews, and extended family. Graveside service for Bobby Wayne McCoy will be held Thursday, October 7th at 2 p.m. at Pleasant Hill Cemetery with Brother Thomas Flowers officiating. The family will receive friends Wednesday night from 5 until 7 at the Harris Chapel. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Mary Ruth Beck Mall, age 87, of Plumerville, died October 1st. Funeral services will be Wednesday, October 6th at 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris and Deacon Steve Mallet officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The rosary will be held tonight from 6 until 6.30, with visitation following until 8.30 at the funeral home. The family asks that in lieu of flowers, donations may be made to Sacred Heart Catholic Church or Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton. Louis O.D. Olliger, age 89, died October 2nd. He was a Master Sergeant in the United States Army fought in both the Vietnam and Korean Wars, and served one tour in Germany. While in the service, he was a manager of the NCO Club in Germany and an advisor to the National Guard in South Dakota. He retired from the Army at the age of 42. He and his wife moved to Hattieville in 1974, and he became an equipment operator at Pinecrest. He was of the Baptist faith and was a member of Lone Oak Missionary Baptist Church in the Overcup community, where he served as a greeter and helped manage the men's breakfasts. He was also a member of the National Rifle Association and was president of the Center Ridge Riding Club for many years. He is survived by his wife of 67 years, Geneva Olliger of Hattieville, son Mark Olliger of Washington State, daughter Lisa Otts of Perry, one brother, three sisters, two grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and an adoptive grandson. Visitation for Louis Odie Olliger will be held Wednesday, October 6th, 6 to 8 p.m. at Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton. Graveside service will be Thursday, October 7th at 10 a.m. at Kilgore Cemetery in Birdtown with Brother Craig Duncan officiating. Arrangements are by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Christine Beatrice Sponer Ray, age 88, of Hattieville, died Friday, October 1st. Funeral Mass will be this morning at 10 at St. Mary Catholic Church with Father Jim Burney and Deacon Steve Mallett officiating. Rosary will be this morning at 9, prior to the Mass at the church. Burial will be at St. Mary's Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Mary Ann Tinas Higgins Young, age 90, of Pettyjean Mountain, died September 19th. Funeral service will be today. Rosary at 9.30, followed by visitation from 9.45 until 10.30, and Funeral Mass at 10.30 at St. Elizabeth Catholic Church in Apollo. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremation and Funeral, of Moralton and Conway. 737, overcast and 59 degrees at the KVOM Studios on our way to a high of 81 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 7:39, we have overcast skies and 59 degrees at the KVOM studios. A three-vehicle accident on Highway 60 in Bigelow, September 24th, was fatal to a Bigelow woman, according to a report released Sunday by Arkansas State Police. The report indicates 78-year-old Maurice Best was the driver of a 2017 Toyota RAV4 that struck the rear of a 2020 Kia Sorento that had slowed because the vehicle in front of it, a 2008 Honda CRV, had slowed down. According to the report, the Kia left the roadway and went into a ditch after it was hit, while the car Best was driving then struck the Honda. Best died in the crash while the driver of the Kia, 55-year-old Mark Montgomery of Houston, was injured and transported to Baptist Health in Conway for treatment. Arkansas Tech University, Ozark, and Green Bay Packaging Arkansas Craft Division will receive the 2020 National Council of Workforce Education Non-Credit Exemplary Program Award during the 2021 NCWE Conference in Tucson, Arizona on Wednesday. The program was delayed a year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The award recognizes a collaboration that has provided more than 1,000 employees from more than 60 Arkansas companies with training needed to help drive the state's economy. Funding from the Arkansas Department of Workforce Services and the Arkansas Economic Development Commission helped Green Bay Packaging convert a portion of the shuttered Levi's manufacturing plant in Moralton into a workforce education facility. ATU Ozark recruits the outside companies that utilize the training center, handles registrations, supports curriculum development, orders instructional material, markets the training center, and serves as the sole higher education partner in the training. Green Bay Packaging, which owns most of the equipment and building, places two of its highly skilled employees in the role of instructor. A number of different electrical and mechanical courses are offered at the center. Certain days each week are designated for the training of Green Bay Packaging employees. Other days are reserved for providing the training to additional industry partners around the state. The Arkansas Senate has advanced a measure that would require an exemption process for workers who face a COVID-19 vaccine mandate from their employers. The vote Monday came during a special session that was called to redraw the state's congressional maps. The measure from Senator Kim Hammer of Benton says any employer that mandates the vaccine must also offer an exemption process that includes testing or proof of antibodies. Governor Asa Hutchinson said last week, the current law already gives workers flexibility against the mandate. If someone is discharged because they didn't take the, get the vaccine, then uh, they can make the case that they had legitimate reasons and health reasons and other justification for not taking that. And so there is an avenue to make the case currently under the law, If enacted, the requirement would end July 31st of 2023, unless it is extended by lawmakers. The discussion over vaccine requirements comes as coronavirus cases continue to decrease in Arkansas. The State Health Department recorded just 195 new cases Monday, as the number of active cases declined by more than 1,000 for the day. Two new cases were reported in Conway County, where the number of active cases decreased by one for the day to 50. In Perry County, one new case was recorded and the number of active cases declined by three to 40. Twelve deaths were recorded in Arkansas Monday to bring the state's total to 7,752. No new deaths were recorded in Conway County or Perry County. There have still been 42 deaths related to the virus in Conway County and 20 in Perry County since the pandemic began. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that seven students have tested positive for COVID-19 18 students are in quarantine. No staff members are currently in quarantine. Morrilton High School students now have more incentive than ever to practice good behavior skills. The school implemented the Devil Dog Excellence Program this year, a school-wide approach designed to create a safer and more effective school culture by focusing on teaching and supporting positive behaviors for all students. As part of the effort to improve school culture, Teachers and staff will encourage and acknowledge students for demonstrating the traits of integrity, cooperation, honesty, reliability, intentness, industriousness, resourcefulness, enthusiasm, self-control, and offering no excuses. MHS Principal Craig Pinion explains, The goal is to teach students what it means to be a Moralton Devil Dog while creating a culture of school and community pride.
1: Based on John Wooden's pyramid of success is basically where this is coming from. But the, the staff went through, and uh, we picked these traits, and then they defined these traits. And so uh, the kids have a matrix, basically, that tells them what exactly it is we're looking for for each one of these traits. And so hopefully the, with the expectation, them knowing what the expectation is, the teachers knowing what the expectations are, we're able to be able to encourage those types of positive behaviors.
0: At any time, students may receive a Devil Dog Excellence raffle ticket when they're caught by a teacher or staff member meeting and or going above and beyond the school's expectations of excellence. These raffle tickets are collected, and each week a drawing is conducted with the winner getting a prize. At the end of the semester, another drawing will be conducted for what school leaders hope will be a more substantial prize. The sponsors for the Devil Dog Excellence program include Spates Auto Parts, Mobley Construction, Adams Eye Care, ETW Trucking, MedTech EMS, Coons Electric Company, Crow Group, Petty Jean State Bank, Wendy's, Atkinson's Blue Diamond Cafe, and Triangle Car Wash. Now 7.45, let's check our market report with Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton.
2: On Wall Street, stocks extended earlier losses after a strong rally on the first day of October. The Dow Jones outperformed the NASDAQ and S&P 500 indexes, and the tech-heavy NASDAQ is more than 5% away from its last record. Treasury yields rose slightly to start the first full week in October. Oil continues its rally, nearing $80 a barrel on strong demand and weak supply dynamics. European markets were higher while Asian shares mixed, as Evergrande stock has been suspended from trading on the open market. The Dow closed at 34,002, down 323 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,255, down 311 points. Volume was heavy as 1.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 9 cents at $27.25. Bank of America was up 26 cents at $43.34. CenterPoint Energy was up 59 cents at $25.49. Darren Company was down $3.76 at $338.44. Energy Corporation was up $2.01 at $101.38. Under Armour was down $0.06 at $18. Simmons Bank was up $0.12 at $30.30. Regions Financial was up $0.08 at $21.82. Southwestern Energy was down $0.02 at $5.52. Tyson Foods was down $0.23 at $78.08. Walmart was down $1.32 at $135.73. Live Ramp was down $2.03 at $45.96. Interpublic Group was down $0.37 at $37.47. Next Air Energy was up $0.15 at $79.36. Natural Gas was up $0.21 at $5.83. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $10.50 at $1,768.90. Silver was up $0.13 at $22.67. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: On our community calendar, the Morrillton High School Choir will hold its fall concert tonight at 6 at H.B. White Auditorium. The Devil Dog Voices, Bell Canto, and Ensemble Choirs will all be featured. The Plummerville Senior Citizens Monthly Potluck Luncheon will be held Wednesday at noon at the Plummer Senior Center. All area senior citizens are invited. St. Elizabeth Catholic Church at Apollo will hold its semi-annual rummage sale Thursday and Friday from 7 till 4 each day. Kitchen items, home decor, toys, books, clothing of all sizes, and many miscellaneous items will be featured. Main Street Moralton is holding its next first Thursday event in downtown Moralton this Thursday from 4 till 7. Participating merchants will remain open during this time with special deals and promotions for customers. The final farmer's market of the season will take place at the 100 block of Commerce Street. And the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 748, it's overcast, 59 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Okay,
1: if Newswalker of Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. The latest Arkansas Sports Media High School football poll once again has Bigelow as the number two team in Class 2A. The Panthers beat Yevil Summit 35-8 to last week to improve to 5-0 on the season. They grew up only McCrory in the rankings for a second consecutive week. Clarendon's ranked third in Class 2A with Desark and Fordyce rounding out the top five. There was a shakeup in the rankings in Class 5A. Pulaski Academy remains the number one team this week. But Whitehall jumps to number two after beating Little Rock Christian last week. Harrison moves up to number three. Christian drops to number four in Greenbrier and Bologna, Both 5-0 in the season are tied at number five. Marlton High School volleyball team plays at home for the first time in three weeks tonight as Devil Dogs look to avenge their lone conference loss of the season against Southside. The action starts at 5 p.m. from Devil Dog Arena. Ninth grade team scheduled to face Southside prior to that senior high match at 4.30. Also today, sophomore Carson Thomas competes for the Marlton High School golf team in the Class 4A state tournament in Fayetteville. The St. Louis Cardinals take on the Los Angeles Dodgers in the win-or-go-home nationally wildcard game on Wednesday. First pick from Los Angeles scheduled for 7.10 p.m. And, of course, we'll have the broadcast live on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM
3: 800. And that's our sports this morning. All right, Eric, thank you so much for those updates here on this Tuesday morning. It's now 7.51. We've got fair skies outside, 59 degrees here at the KVOM studios. And in our weather forecast for today, sunshine, our high of 81, expected with a calm wind becoming northeast around 5 this morning. Tonight, slight chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm, low of 62, up to a 40% chance of showers tomorrow, mainly in the afternoon. We do have a 20% chance in the morning. chance tomorrow afternoon. Our high of 77 for Wednesday night, partly cloudy. Our low down to 57. Thursday, we'll have sunshine, a high of 83 degrees, then Friday, sunny 87, and Saturday, sunshine and a daytime high, right around 88 degrees. Taking a look at current conditions at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 94%. Our wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure, 30.06 inches. Our dew point is at 57 degrees. Visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning was 56 degrees. Our high yesterday was 82. The low a year ago was 61, with a high of 83 No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Our rainfall remains at 38.28 inches for the year. Sunset this evening, 6.50, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 7.10, when you join us for mornings in Moralton right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we've got fair skies and 59 degrees here at 7.52. Our Tuesday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next.
0: Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.